know. recovery the view that they presented in the big book and they only had four years of recovery when the book came out there yeah? and, the, and the, the, the view they put out is that it's obsession with self yes is the root of the problem obsession with self so but usually when people uh, hold that terminology they still believe it's obsession with themselves what they really are yeah and if they would just get less obsessed, everything would go great. Yeah. So, so then basically, it's looking for a deal. How can I make it better to be a self, in a way? Yeah. Now, I know I may be over the top. I may be thinking of myself too much, or I may be this or that. But the, the idea of that the self isn't actually so is very rarely entertained. Yeah. So, in my experience of suffering, let's say, in that state of bondage to this idea of being a self and then getting relief from it, I saw that the obsession with self was what the mind identified as self does to further or reinforce the identification as a self. In other words, the obsession with the self is like the glue it applies to produce this unnatural bonding from spirit with a body, you know, from infinity with temporalness, yeah, from wholeness and oneness with separation. It's an impossibility, but it can seem to be so over in time. Only, and it needs, and how it seems to be so is what it's seeming to be so too. It doesn't have any ability to be so. It doesn't even have any ability to seem to be so. It can be used to facilitate the seeming to be so by what is so. Yeah, by what we are. So what we are gets forgotten, and now it becomes who we are, and who we are is now the activity of being in compliance with the dream, in a sense, with the idea of separation and time and limitations and illness and da, 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 all this stuff that happens here. Yeah, is truly rooted in the fact that the mind forgot itself in a way, or is in the is in the state of forgetting itself, which cannot actually be so, which is really a good sticking point. It cannot actually be so, but it can seem to be so. Yeah, that's the trick. It can seem to be so, and so if something that isn't so can seem so 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 to be so, where is it getting it that soness lent to? Where is it getting it from? Can't produce it itself. It's not so. Yeah. Just like in recovery it says false evidence appears real, an acronym for fear. Yeah, beautiful statement. False evidence appears real. It doesn't say false evidence becomes real. Yeah, it can't. Yeah. It says false evidence appears to be real. That's all it can do is that it can appear to be so. It actually isn't so. There's only one thing that's so and it ain't <laughs> what's appearing to be real. It's what it what's what the appearance is being real too. Yeah, we are the reality, and in that reality, if that's forgotten, we lend our reality to everything else. 
Yeah? And then everything else has the ability to affect us based on us giving it the reality it has. Yeah? Yeah. This is like this this is like the the paradigm of the dream. Like the Course in Miracles puts it in a really nice way. It says, You and I are the dreamer of the dream. You and I are the dreamer of the dream. We're not the dreamt object of the dream. We're not this. Like Huang Po says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So whatever can be dreamt, whatever can be perceived is what's been dreamt, and it cannot be what's perceiving, which is the dreamer. Yeah. So you and I are the dreamer of the dream. We forgot that we're the dreamer of the dream, which is the state of identification as self. That's how we do it, in a way, or how it seems to occur. And in that forgetfulness, everything we dream, we've given it the ability to affect us. Not as what we are, but as who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Not as what we are, which is mind, but who we are, which is seemingly this body-mental hybrid. So now, life seems to be able to attack me quite a lot. Even thoughts attack me. Feelings I don't want to have come. Yeah? Since people don't do what I want them to do, or they do what I don't want them to do. Things go wrong, so to speak. And all this stuff happens, and all of that, in a sense, is coming from the Petri dish of identification as self. That's the activator of it all. Now, what we want is we want to be relieved of the threat of the dreamt tiger, but we want to be relieved of that threat as the dreamt object. We want to to be able to not be afraid of the dreamt tiger, but we want to be not afraid of it as the dreamt object called Paul. It ain't working. Yeah. People want to have all the affirmations. There is no world. Nothing's going on. Nothing's happening. It's not working because it's the dreamt object that's already gave, because of the identification as a dreamt object, the mind's already given, given everything all the meaning it has, and the meaning it has is that it can bite you in the ass as the dreamt object. The dreamt object's not coming out of this dream. Yeah? But if you're not the dreamt object, then the dreamt tiger loses its, abil- its ability to scare you because it doesn't have the ability to scare you. You give it the ability to scare you by making it seem real. Yeah? When you stop making it seem real, that scary tiger ain't scary anymore. Not to who you are, but what you are. Yeah? It's always going to be scary to who you are because that dreamt tiger is going to be as real as real can be to the dreamt object called Paul. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't be a dreamt object and make everything else that's been dream- that, that is being dreamt not real, yet stay real as the dreamt object. It's like people call me up and go, oh yes, I've been relieved of my ego, but everyone else's ego is bothering me. This is not how it works. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not a special dreamt object that has transcended the effects of the dream. <laughs> the way you transcend the effects of the dream is real, realizing you're not the dreamt object. Then there's nothing to transcend. Yeah. You don't leave anywhere. Because all our attempting to leave somewhere is verifying the belief we have in that somewhere being so. Yeah? This is not a mental denial. Oh, this there is no world. It's a, almost like a spiritual denial. You realize there is no Paul. Yeah? And then the world can be whatever it wants to seem to be. Yeah? But it's not going to be it to you anymore. You're going to get relieved of what? The bondage of self, which is not an event. It's not, ha- it's not like a circumcision that occurred when you were born. You weren't, oh, you have now been bonded to self for the rest of your life. 
and then maybe you'll have a little furlough every once in a while. It never happened. It's an activity of a mental process that produces a sense of being self, and that's the feeling of being bonded to this idea of being Paul. Yeah? But it's only a feeling, and feelings aren't facts. Yeah? They're manipulated. They've been hijacked. Yeah? The mental process is using all, this, all the thoughts to facilitate the bondage of self by you being held as the thinker. It's using all the feelings that you note during your day to facilitate the bondage of self by you feeling like you're the feeler. It's using everything you see to reinforce the idea of separation. Yeah? Because you're the seer of it. It's like a heist. It's a heist that never happened. And yet, if it goes unnoticed, then it will seem to keep on happening. Yeah. You'll, take the, you'll take what isn't so to be so, and then anything fucking can happen. You can be living a life that's dominated by what's not happening. Which most people, that's what they're going through. Most people, their Saturday isn't being bummed out by Saturday. It's being bummed out by Tuesday and Friday. That's where it's coming from. It ain't coming from here. What's bumming you out right now? What, where's the threat in this event? There's none. But if you're not responding at least to a, with a level of relaxation, you may not be responding to what's happening. You may be reacting to what's not happening. And if that ain't being a puppet, I don't know what is. Yeah. Your strings aren't here. Here you're totally free. Your strings are mental that attach you to the puppeteer of the past and the puppeteer of the future. And it has you doing a jig all day. What if... The, what, what, ha, ha. There's not, they're not even there. You don't even have to find a scissor to s- snip them. They're not there. What's not happening is truly not happening right now to you. <laughs> November is now happening. But before, November had a bigger impact when you were in October than it's having now in November. Yeah? Oh, this is going to be a bad month. I mean, December's going to be really bad or it's going to be really hard. All right, so where's December's effect occurring? In November. Then you get to December. Ah, it's not so bad. But now January looms. (laughs) You don't see it? People come to talks like this. Oh, I really love this space here. Really enjoy it. I don't maybe I don't like Paul much, but I enjoy this space. It's really nice. But now, now comes the idolation, bringing money in Monday into it. But what happens when I go back to work on Monday? Why not find out when you do? Why not? Why? Why do you want to call forth Monday when it's not? It's it's not even there. Why bring it into the mix of Saturday? Yeah. Or wait a minute, I can't bear this Saturday, virgin and raw. Let's bring us last Saturday. Let's compare it. How's it going? I much liked it much better. The sun was stronger last Saturday. Paul was in a better mood. This and that. Yeah? Why not just leave Saturday alone? You know? You can't. That's why. Because what you're taking yourself to be is of last Wednesday and is of next Friday. That's you. You're like a point in time that's been stretched out like Turkish taffy. Yeah? So here's your interest and attention. Totally willing and able to really enrich your day. Yeah? Feel the sun, conscious contacts happening. Yeah? Totally available to have a fulfilled day because you're in it. Yeah? So here's this point, the only point there is. The mind, the mental process goes like this. It takes this point and stretches it. 
and you're aligned with it into then, you know, the past and into the future. Now, the past, you know, you're born a certain year, so it does seem to have a finite point, but the future can be an endless grazing, you know, on the plains of impossibilities, really. Yeah? So here you are. Here's your interest attention, which is enough to be available to this day and receive what's on offer. Now gets stretched, yeah? Stretched, stretched out. And so for all intents and purposes... You're not at the. You're not even near the front door to answer the bell of the day. You're, you're way out in the fucking garden of yesterday and tomorrow, digging something up or planting something else. The bells, hey, hey, here's acknowledgement, here's approval, here's love. Bing, bing, bing. No one shows up. They can't leave it because there has to be signed for. You have to be in your own life, and you're not going to get it back. Yeah, it's not happening. So here we are. This point, this pointless point of right now. Then the mental process takes our interest and attention, brings it up into this mental realm, because in the mental realm, it's all about you. It's all about you. Yeah? Every time you go back in the past, indirectly or directly, it's about you being in the past or how the past has had effect on you. And almost every time you're thinking about others or how they're going to be in the future, but you're, it's indirectly related back to you. The past and the future is all about you. That's your main stage, yeah? So the thought system doesn't go, hey, I'm basically nothing here, so let's go, but I'm a whole lot there, and I'm going to be hugely important in the future, yeah? And so what happens? Okay, now you're here, someone is loving you or holding the space for you, and you don't seem to be acknowledged it, because none of your interest and attention is here to engage. It's already beholden to this preoccupation of you as the one who was here and you as the one who's going to be here. And it's just using this moment and it built a mental highway with thousands of miles on it. And you believe you're just, you're driving down this thing. It only has two gears, backward and forward. And you, all this seeming driving, you miss the vista of right now with the hopes there'll be a great one later or there was a great one in the past. Yeah? How can you not see the fucking... Heist. How can you how can you not see that you've been stretched from here to nowhere? So the here has just become a place to to fuel the the importance of there and then. The thought system doesn't give a damn about this moment. It's using this moment to fill itself up with thoughts of the past and the future. Check out the value system. If you see that value, do you want to be aligned to that system? Do you want to live under its theme where if it's going well, it's, you're, it's become suspicious in five minutes, I don't deserve this. If it's going bad, it's going to last forever. Do you want that to be the theme setter of your life? One second of its demonstration shows its whole intent. Do you want to live under that? I don't. And I don't. Yeah. No fucking day's been ripped off from me in a long time. Not one. Yeah. I don't have any pictures that I was there last week. I don't need any pictures. I was so there, I don't need any memory about being there. Yeah? It gets erased immediately. I'm not being gypped anymore. <laughs> not at all. Yeah? <laughs> Shit. If you see it, one of the times you see it, the mind will leap, make the, the imaginary leap of going from nowhere to nowhere, and it will leap, and the emphasis will be on the seeing of it, and you'll stop being the fucking star of it, yeah? 
So yeah, let's say you work all week and you really want to just Saturday, have it planned to be a great Saturday. You've got the whole thing scheduled. 9, 9.30, yoga. 9.30, 9.45, exfoliation, sponge bath. 9.45 to 10 o'clock, breathing the air in the rose garden. 10 o'clock to 11, meet my girls or my boyfriends to hang out. Da, 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 da. Yet, all that stuff, your interest and attention isn't, isn't open and available to it. It's in the past and it's in the future. You try to call it back when you want it to be here. It doesn't come. It's not listening to you. Yeah, it's got its agenda. It's got its it's got its edict, which is it's all about you as this physical mental hybrid. And therefore, it can't be here now because this moment isn't about me. That's the most obvious aspect of the moment. It's about all of this. Yeah. But in the past, it's all about you. And in the future, it's all about you. That's why it goes there all day. Try to call your attention back. Yeah. Try it. You work all week and you're thinking about the trip to Hawaii. Yeah? Then you go to Hawaii, you're thinking about work. You really just wish one day to be aligned, have your interest and attention in the day that you're in. Well, don't you? Don't you wish you could just forget about all those thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow and just be here? I worked so hard. Two years I've been planning this trip. I got everything right. I've watched the swells. There's going to be perfect south swell hitting the north shore. Three to six feet. Perfect. I got my wax, everything, my board shorts. But when I get there, my mind's preoccupied with yesterday and tomorrow. That's why i got to jump off a bridge on a bungee cord. I have to do something so extreme just to wake me up into this freaking moment. Because I'm passed out. So if you see it, if you come from recovery, I tell you, you have all the information you need about what a life run on self-will is going to produce because you've lived under that tyranny. Yeah, we all have. So I would say we got an upper, upper hand in all this because we know the fatality of a life run on self-will. We know it. We know the disappointment that expectations constantly bring about. We know the, the slavery of time by just experiencing the, the effects of one simple concept when we come into AA, which is a day at a time, how much relief that one concept produced, showing us that our whole interest and tension has been spread thin into time, and we can't call it back. It's been, we're like a storage unit now. We're like a storage unit, and all the windows are closed. There's no circulation. And all the circulation, the only winds that truly are blowing are the winds that are blowing now. But we're, we're dancing to the tunes of there and then. We've got dead shit about what happened when I was a younger, I did this and this. And then we get, we're frozen into immobility about the fears that may occur to us. Yeah. I would say if you're under that kind of oppression, you're apt to do almost anything. If it continues and you have 20 years of sobrieties and it's turned into you have a lot of years but not enough days, you're apt to get loaded again. Even knowing with all the wisdom you may think you have, which you don't have, it may disappear exactly at the moment that alcoholism brings you to the point of its surrender, which is fuck it. And then fuck it occurs and you go, okay, and you do something. And as soon as you do it, the genie's out of the bottle. You're on a run. And now you're just being used like a mop. 
and you're going to mop the floors of time, yeah? You, five minutes, I just want to get a little relief. Now I'm going to court for three years. i got to take urine, urine samples and a probation officer who I don't even like who's lording his power over me. What the fuck happened? All I wanted was a little relief Monday, 2009. I'm still in the probation business in 2013. Exactly. That's what happens. You step on it, and it's like flypaper. Yeah? You get stuck. And then more and more, your interest and attention is now wedded to the consequential level. You can't fucking soar anymore. Your mind can't entertain possibilities because it's weighed down with the identification as being this one who's now going to be incarcerated and has got alimony and divorces and the kids hate me and this and that. And all of it can only reach the level of seemingly so. That's why... I remember one time I was in a hospital. They were doing a local operation on this leg. This leg. So they built a little wall so I wouldn't watch what they were doing. But you could hear it, you know? You can hear the things going through. And so, therefore, they were there and there was a little wall and I was over here. No one was paying any attention to this, you know? So I was just wandering... And I had, they had these giant stainless steel like bowls that had the, the uh, lights in it to really reflect. And I was looking up into that, and suddenly something happened. My mind went into a, a shift with no thought or effort. There's no fucking way you have anything to do with anything, really. No thought or effort on any of my part or their part or the local anesthesia's part. And what occurred is I felt, like a, a sense-felt realization of freedom. It was the most intoxicating, freeing sense, an overall sense of well-being that I ever had. It maybe lasted three seconds or so. And then when my mind started to recoagulate, it, it had a very humble aspect to it. And it said, you know, I would have put up with everything I've gone through just for these three seconds. All my whole story, if you had a chalkboard of 35 years of story that my mind's written about me, and it was erased in no time, like that, as if, as if it never was so, because in fact it never has been so. In the mind realm, it's not so. The board was totally erased, there was no history of Paul, nothing, no operation, no doctors, no future operations, no getting leaving the hospital, go to Hate Street, none of that. It was just totally, the whole movie and all of its meaning stopped. And there was the freedom from what? All of the, all of the meaning and all of the, the linear story. And it was the sweetest of all sweet, sweets, you know? And it had a very strong thing that it must have been so if it could seem not to be so, so fast, yeah? Well, guess what? Follow that. When you're up your ass of self and you think it's so real and suddenly somehow you hear the pop and you come out the ass of self and as... as one of the things that comes along with being out of the SSL is that you were never in the SSL. It was all a lot of huffing and puffing and blowing imaginary mental houses down. Yeah? But nothing ever happened. Let that have an effect on you. Instead of all these mental manipulations and machinations, why not get it? Why not have faith in your own authentic feelings? The feeling that you're inherently free. Not as a physicality, but as something other than the physicality. And it can embody the physicality. It's not in denial of the physicality. Everything is inclusive. So, simple things start with thoughts. 
why, you know, people want to go over every one of their thoughts. You know, maybe they have an incredible, crazy process now. They, they try to remember all their thoughts and write them down. Give me a freaking break during the day. Just see who's the thinker. If you're not the thinker, you'll lose interest in the thoughts. If you lose interest in the thoughts, the thoughts will lose interest in having power over you. They can't have power over you. It's your power. Yes, they're just thoughts. The thinker is what imbues them with meaning. The feeler is what imbues the feelings with meaning. The seer is what imbues everything that's seen with meaning. The hearer is what imbues everything that's heard with meaning. Yeah. Why not? The same saying, the seeing will produce a lot of meaning in what's seen. The hearing will produce a lot of meaning in what hurts. Yeah? The seer of the thoughts will produce a lot of meaning. Yeah? Not the thinker, the seer of the thoughts will produce a huge amount of meaning in your life. You'll start getting a sense of your own real nature, which is not of this place. We're in Rome. We do as Romans do. But don't pledge citizenship to Rome. Fuck. Like in recovery, I have a lot of tons of respect for recovery. But my the point of recovery for me is to become like a free-range alcoholic. I want to be free. Yeah, I don't want to be cooped up even in the meeting rooms. Yeah, there's no need to. Does that mean I don't go? No, I go more than I ever did. Because I don't need to go. It's a freaking joy now. I'm not going in there. Okay, I haven't gotten enough informa- uh, inspiration. I'm leaving. I was giving 20 minutes. Come on, someone give me a little good thing. Yeah. Oh, I like, no, no, I don't care what the fuck I said in the meeting. I feel the conscious presence of that loving God expressing itself through our group conscience. Hallelujah. That never fails. Harping on the same thing because if you don't have the right diagnosis, you're not. You cannot realistically expect any fucking radical relief. The freedom is not is prior to the bondage, not after the bondage. It's not like oh, I was bonded and now I am free. If that's the state, you're just going to set yourself up for another form of bondage. But we're inherently free prior to the bondage. Yeah. If you start after the bondage. You're in this cycle that they give an apt description to, which is called dualism or duality. Yeah. So bondage will lead to freedom, which will lead to bondage, will lead to freedom, which will lead to bondage. Yet in this movement of this and that and this and that, the access point will be you. You will always be there. You'll be the one that was bound and you'll be the one that's free. You'll be the one that's bound again. You'll be the one that's free. You'll be the one that's bound again. You'll be the ones that's free. Yeah. We're looking at this. When this is taken off, the importance of freedom and bondage shifts. Yeah, You go prior to the system. Yeah? Before it starts, before it incubates in your fertile mind, you're prior to it. So you're not going to be freed from the bondage of self. You're going to realize there's no bondage of self. There's no self to be bonded to. That works. And it doesn't take any time. And it's not yours, therefore you don't have concerns about losing it. You don't need to be vigilant about it. It's much more about relaxed awareness. It's just you've entertained something and you, you hit the gold mine and that, that, that ore that you've received from the mine is going to be infinitely produced, yes? By your own attention and interest. Yeah. 
we have all these calendars and things, yeah? Pay unto, you know, render unto Caesar what Caesar's. Yes, I've got to be concerned next week. But to have that, it's like, it's like a weather front we're living under called time, yeah? And that, that it, the idea that it rained two weeks ago has a big in, bigger influence in our mental atmosphere today than what's actually going on. To me, I see that's insanity, don't you think? That next week has more leverage on today than today does? You know? Three weeks ago has more leverage on today than today does? Something's off. Something is, is out of proportion. Some, the weight has been distributed in a strange way. Yeah? I would expect that it would be much more valuable if I was here and was and my attention and interest was lent into dancing with what's on was was available now than to remember old dance steps and old dance partners and then to project that maybe there'll be a better one than what I think's happening now later on. I would say that whole activity in all of its multitudinous expressions is what we call playing God in recovery. I don't see it as anything else. How can when you wake up in the morning and it tells you what today's going to be like, how can you not construe that as playing God? Yeah? We haven't even been dealt the hand of, you know, in the card game of life, the 8 o'clock hand. We're thinking about the 4 p.m. hand. Yeah? We're assuming it's going to suck. Give me a break. When do you receive the 8, 8 a.m. card at 8 a.m.? You don't get it at 4 p.m. Yeah? Life is being dealt now, 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 now. This is the this is the Alain Vital of living. Your interest and attention is enough here that you can dance and be flexible, yes, and respond instead of react, but to respond to what is instead of to reacting to what's not. If you react to what's not, that's going to become what seemingly is for you. It's not so, but it will seem to be so. It's called having life replaced by an interpretation. And interpretations drive. Yeah? I don't care how great you think you are. It's, it's going to weaken over time. Yeah? You get one look, one day you look in the mirror and you get another view of you, you look like a doofus or something. It ruins all your little idolatry of ten years. Oh, I'm so fucking cool, fashion plate. And one little time, oh, look at that. You look like an asshole. The, old, the gods crumble and da, 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 and they fall all on you. stoked that there's a solution. I really am. A real solution that's worth its fucking word, its salt, its definition. Because you can have not just the experience, but you can live in the state that alcoholism does not exist for you anymore. And how that state stabilizes is when alcoholism does not exist as you. That's the key. That's the key to me. If you keep doing recovery, you'll get relief from the bondage of self. But you'll have a day like this. 11 o'clock, you'll be freed from the bondage of self. 11.03, you'll be up the ass of self. 11.07, you're freed again. 11.30, you feel like you're up the ass of self again. Yeah, You'll have experiences of it doesn't exist for you, but then you'll have a very quick experience that exists for you again. Yes? On and on and on. Doesn't experience, exist, exist, doesn't exist, da, da, da. Yeah? But if it doesn't exist as you, if you see yourself not as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, then the experience that it doesn't exist for you stabilizes. It becomes your, the, the uh, theme of your life now. Instead of 
irritable, restlessness, and discontent as the normal baseline. It's now an ease and comfort in your own skin as the normal baseline. I mean, radically different. Yeah. And spiritual experience do not lead to a spiritual awakening. They have nothing to do with a spiritual awakening. Spiritual experiences are like, like hunting for big game in, in the jungles of spirituality. You know, I got an epiphany. 2003, it lasted 40 minutes, and it was at a lagoon in Burma. <laughs> I was in a cave in the Himalayas. I had a few for an hour and a half, 2001. That really verified where I was. <laughs> and you have all your little spiritual mantelpiece with all your little acquisitions of your spiritual treasure hunt. That doesn't lead to any fucking thing other than a consumer or a collector of experience. Yeah. But a spiritual awakening is you wake up you know, your attention and interest leaves the experiential level as being the basis of everything and now rests in the state of mind. Yeah? Then your exact nature of, of the right about you by you looking at the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah? The exact nature of the wrong is that it's seemingly so. That's why there's a solution. It cannot be so. You cannot be bound to self. There isn't one to be bound to. You can be bonded of the idea of being a self all day. Yeah? But you cannot be bound to self. That's the solution. See your role in it, and maybe things will change. Yeah? And don't I don't go anywhere near the thoughts. I look at the thinker. I don't go near any of the feelings. I look at the feeling. I don't care. Perceptions are skewered, man. They're manipulated like all the time. So I don't even pay much, I just, the seeing, yeah? The activity of consciousness moving through this, ex, this expression and having an experience and the awareness of that is what, what I believe this is all about, yeah? To rest at least, have a little bit of your attention and interest rest there, yeah? And then you have enough interest and attention to take care of a day. You don't have enough interest and attention to deal with 50 years. You're not meant, meant to. You're not meant to be laden with tons of information. You're meant to be able to receive what you need to know when you need to know it. Yeah? You're more like an empty vessel, not a filled vessel with memory and all this shit, but an empty vessel so that what is needed to express will be able to come through and have a distinct impression here that will be obvious at least to you and then to others also. Yeah? Like we did that talk of Brotherhood Way and the Stars Night. There was an energy in the place, yeah? That energy isn't of me. That's energy from the certainty of it, yeah? So I have, the, I have a seat assignment. The certainty is in place. That energy gets to play and make it a big expression. People get to really like it. Da, da, da. And then they come and they say, I go, well, go to Zen Bitch Slap. Then I never see him again, yeah? <laughs> but they love the energy. That's the whole point. So however it's getting its chance to have an impression, it doesn't matter. But you can feel it. It's tactile. Yeah? And other people can feel it. That's what's going on. Yeah? And that's not coming from someone nor going to someone. It's available at all times. Yeah? It's just like we're all apt to be a weather vane to attract it so that it can find expression. And this idea of Oh, you have to have something to give it away. I don't believe that. That's not my experience in AA. If you're willing to give it away, you'll have something. Yeah?
And you know, seriously, the sense of what it is, this action figure has been persistent with uh, staying with the same consistency of it. I've been sharing this for 19, 20 years. If you come to a meeting eight years ago, it was on the same topic as the meeting today. And if someone calls me up, what are you going to be speaking about next week? The same freaking thing. It never changes. Why? Why should it? Why does it need to? That's 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 where the live wire is. Not after the idea of being bound, but before the bonding idea. Yeah. That you're inherently okay as what you are while you're going through all the slings and arrows of who you think you are. Yeah. But you're inherently okay. A place you can rest your head. No matter how it looks outside. Yeah. A sense of real relax, an ability to relax in that idea because it's prior even to an idea. The idea is just trying to vaguely make sense of it, but it already has the sense of being okay. Yeah. That's when when people hear this message, they get an unspoken yes or, or it resonates or echoes because they already know. The mind already knows in and of itself. Yeah. this meeting Thursday night. The energy was so sweet in the room. It was unbelievable. I could see these people's faces that were really hard. They were softened in like 40 minutes. It was incredible. Like they went through plastic surgery without the, without the uh, expenses, you know? They looked like they had put a, a, a mask on, you know, one of those dirt, like clay masks and all of the shit, all the hardness of being an adult in time was removed. And they could have a sense of that kid-like quality, you know, of just that joy, and I've been in joy in the room that we were all enjoying. happens, happens, man. To argue with that is a losing proposition. Yeah? If you want to gauge about the past, if it happened, it was supposed to happen. If it didn't happen, it wasn't supposed to happen. End of story. If you want to entertain all those things, look at sports, you know? <laughs> they would have only traded for Miguel Cabrera, but they didn't, but you can enjoy But if they would have, they would have won about five more World Series. Yeah, That may be venue. You can let that mind play there. But don't let it sort of jump the boundaries of that and start getting into your world because you'll suffer, like, incredibly. If I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> but you did it. <laughs> I know. I hate that idea. I want to just remove that fact. I want to entertain that it didn't have to happen. But it did. <laughs> Submit. Surrender. <laughs> it will go much easier on you. Don't you want the easier and softer way, Susan? Don't you really want it? Wouldn't you want something that would just ensure that every moment of every life 
there was those two possibilities, making it heavier or making it lighter, and now the calibration of the mind that's expressing itself here has been recalibrated on the lightness side. So now every opportunity where there seems to be that possibility just keeps seemingly choosing lightness, yeah? Wouldn't you look, you would just be such a great recipient of the effect of that. You'd be so filled with gratitude that that has occurred, yeah? And then you go in a community where you see people who have chosen the other way or the mind had the predilection to go that way and you see the drama that's unfolding in their lives. Like, I just took a six-year-old guy with a three-year-old kid and a wife, went on, out on crack again, yeah? So took him to Helen Vine and then the day I took him there, he had to go through all the application filling in. I went surfing. Yeah. It was such an incredible contrast. There I was frolicking in the Pacific Ocean with no worries or thoughts about anything. And there, because of this occupation, this, this parasite taking him over again, now he's filling out form after form on a beautiful day inside at a detox center on his birthday. I think that's a bad deal. Yeah. If the parasite takes over, that's what you're looking for. All your trips to Hawaii, forget about them. <laughs> you're going to have trips to 850 Bryant and other fucking facilities and bureaucracies and shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, if you have a sense of freedom, then why, why, why bring Sunday and Friday into the mix? Just, why not just let Saturday stand alone for once? Yeah. <laughs> and then when, admit that you can't help yourself and then maybe question that you that can't help itself if you're not that you then the meaning of Saturday I mean Friday and Sunday will diminish greatly that's where the magic lies it isn't in you trying to forget Friday and Monday it's realizing you're not the you that's busily remembering Friday and Monday Yeah, that's the way it goes that's where the freedom lies it's not in you getting better and more equipped of how I can stay in the moment. It's a realization that you, there's no way you could be out of any moment. Yeah? That's what works. Yeah? That takes you right out of the ball game. First of all, there's no nine innings because there's no time involved. Yeah? Have you ever had a pause in recovery? That idea we call a pause? There's definitely no sense of time in a pause. None. You're getting a, you're getting you're basically having a sense of what's actually so. That there is no this moment and that moment. All there is is this. Yeah. We do all the partitioning. We make up the imaginary pie and then start slicing it and then giving what we just feel we deserve and other people deserve. We play God. And the fact is what's playing God isn't us. That's the good news. And if it is in us, it won't have the godlike juice to play God, because it's getting its that juice from you and I through the identification as being a self. That's the only way. Yeah, I mean it this time. That's it. No second wind. Turning this off.